40 on a Tuesday. I started to talk about marriages yesterday. You know, marriage, love, love. Now let's think about love. Love is so important in this day and age. Everybody should have love. I don't care who you are. But I take it a step further. I like to talk about the story of how my mother and father, when they met, and the love that my father had for my mother was like very, very strong and powerful. He was so much in love with my mother. Even when he went off to fight in the Korean War, he would write letters to her. And then he would, once he was done with the war, he came back and professed his love. But he did it the old-fashioned way. He asked his, my mother's mother and her brothers and sister for permission to marry my mother. I thought, oh, that's so romantic. She told me the whole story. And I thought, you know, that's good to have that. If you're lucky enough that you still have your parents and then you meet a potential you know, you know, man or woman, you know, whoever's in your life, you meet someone and then you want to bring them home to meet your parents and then they want to ask the parents for permission to marry the daughter or the son or vice versa. And I'm thinking, wow. <laughs> and I just think it's romantic. But again, both of my parents are gone. So even if I were to bring my significant other my parents wouldn't be the first people that he would see. He would meet the rest of the family. And sometimes I think that it's important to have the parents' approval. Now, I told my mother in dreams that I found someone that I'm speaking with, someone that I'm seeing someone, and I believe she's happy, but I think she wants to see for herself when he physically comes down here where we can really make things happen. And if you pray to God for a miracle, then things will happen because God will want you to be happy too. I've, we waited a long time, me and my significant hubby. My hubby and me love each other very much. We have something in common. We've never had true love before, you know? But again, again, um, it's not impossible. Uh, people don't even look for love. You know, it's people that don't believe in love at first sight or if there is love. Love is priceless. Love is a beautiful emotion between two people. Love makes you happy. Love changes you as a person for the good. It's a good feeling to know that someone loves you, is thinking of you, even if they're not in the same area, even if they're like in another part of the world. You know, and then once you guys join together and become as one, that's even more of a beautiful feeling. Uh, but I just think that a lot of people are afraid to love again. If you've been hurt like me, I've been hurt three times. I've had my heart broken many times, so many times that it's just hard for me to really, truly trust anybody. But my mom says you're always going to have, at some point you're going to have to let your heart, open up your heart to someone. Let them in. Let them love you. Give them a chance. Don't turn people away. Give them a chance. So I'm blessed and grateful to have somebody in my life that I love very much. But it took a long time. It took a long, long time, a long, long time to find happiness. For myself, it just, it was very difficult to come by. Again, after I lost my mother, I was afraid to let anybody in. I was just so afraid of getting hurt. I was afraid that, you know, something bad was going to happen. 
I'm just grateful that he came to, when he did, that we connected at the right moment. Otherwise, my life would have been very, very boring. I don't think I would have any happiness or peace at all. I think I would just, I don't think I would be in this world for very long. I would have taken myself out. And you'd be like, why? I'm like, because that's how I feel. That's how I felt at the time. I still believe, though, that deep down inside, everybody needs love in their life. Now, the one thing you have to know is love is not supposed to hurt. And if you're in a relationship where there's a lot of pain, you need to get out. That's not love. Love is supposed to be a beautiful emotion between two people. Now, it's not supposed to hurt you, tear you down, make you feel like you're nothing. That's not what love is all about. And if you're lucky enough to find that true love, hold on to that person. You know, it's like, you ever hear the expression, Cupid shot me. In other words, Cupid found me the right person to love, and I'm smitten with that person. I'm so in love with them, I will do anything for them. Now, if you think that that's a myth, well, I've heard a lot of people said that they met their significant other in all these places, like different parts of the world. You know, again, open up your heart. When you lose someone, I'm going to reiterate this, because it took me a long time. When you lose someone, you do lose your sense of identity, but it's only temporary. But my mother always said to me, you're not dishonoring me by letting someone else into your heart. You're not doing that. You're always going to keep me in your heart, in your, in your, you know, here, in, in, in your life. You're always going to keep me, a part of me, with you. I'll always be with you in spirit. But it's okay for you to open up your heart and let someone in. You know, what happens if you don't do that? And you're alone and miserable. So she never wanted me to be alone. I mean, when she was alive, she wanted me to find that happiness. But the guys that I was with, she knew that they were going to hurt me. How she knew, maybe it was a mother's instinct. I don't know. You know, I think parents are right, mothers and fathers, when it comes to their children. Those children are always arguing with their mother and father. Oh, you don't know anything about my life. You don't know me or, or you know, all that other crap that, that children pull on their parents. And I'm thinking, listen to your parents because they're filled with wisdom. They know. Parents have a lot of wisdom and knowledge that you don't even know about. Now, I think about them. Like I think about my mother and father because, again, their childhoods were robbed. They never had a decent childhood. They never had a childhood, period. When you grow up in the Great Depression, you have to instantly be a, a grown-up. And, you know, especially if, if you could put yourself back into Depression-era times, what that would have been like. That was miserable, but they made it happen. They made it work. They came together as a family. You know, both of them didn't have an education, but they were smart. My father was extremely smart. So was my mother. Both of them were smart. They didn't have a college education. They didn't have any type of education. They didn't have any type of schooling. But I used to ask, don't you want to go back and get a degree or a diploma? And they're like, no. My father got jobs working in a factory and nightclub, which I think at the time it didn't matter if you had a d diploma of some kind. And then my mom, well, she was a housewife, but she was smart. She taught me a lot of things. Uh, I told you, I have a better education learning from my own parents than I did in school. Because in school, really, what do they teach you that you could apply to in the real world? Nothing. They, they don't, all the subjects they teach you are from things that happen. Like if you look at the history classes that you've taken, history, 
all they reflect on the stuff that happened back in the day, which we really don't know if it did happen because we weren't born at that time. You know, all the wars, you know, all the different, um, well, my favorite, my favorite in terms of history is Greek mythology. And I think that that possibly could have happened. But then again, <laughs> but I do believe that that, that could have happened at that time. Um, and the other thing um, I, I believe is um, well, the other thing I believe is is the love of um, when you love someone so so much, like truly, 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 truly love someone. I mean, truly love someone, it shows. You know, again, love is just, it's so beautiful. Really beautiful. Like, beautiful. You know, I think about that all the time. I think to myself, it would be great. It would be great to have someone to love, someone to fall back on, someone to uplift you, someone to make you a better version of yourself, someone to always be there for you. It's like when you come home from a hard day, that person's there waiting for you. You know, when my mom, again, she didn't work outside the home, and she could have, she could have worked outside the home. My father didn't say, no, you can't, or anything like that. She chose to be a housewife and mother. She did a phenomenal job taking care of the house and us girls and just and her and her husband I mean she was really phenomenal in doing that and my father again was also a phenomenal man that he actually worked two jobs and gave us a better life than what he had and I look at that I admire him for the hard work that he did but I never resented him for not spending time with them but he did at that one point quit that second job because it was you know he just wanted to spend time with his family family is important you know Everybody should put their family, their loved ones first. I don't care who you are. You have to put them first. You have to. It's important. Um, you have to do that because uh, if you don't do that, there'll be tension, there'll be conflict. I always think that, you know, when you have a job, yeah, that's important. You got to put food on the table and get a better life for you and, your, and your, your family. But you also have to spend time with your family. And I think that that people who do that who don't do that the people who are the workaholics shame on you spend some time with your family what would happen if and i'm gonna give you a bad scenario here that's what they call me the jinx back in the day because i used to like predict certain things didn't want to predict them but that's how it was the thing that i wanted to say is what happens if you procrastinate or you keep putting off plans to spend time with your family say for instance hey let's go on a trip together as a family you keep procrastinating you keep saying oh I'm not going to do this or I don't have time why work well that's why I say work has to be second family the people in your life have to come first what would happen if you kept procrastinating and all of a sudden your family got into a very bad accident and they all died and you're the only one left remaining. What's the last thing that you said to them? 
I don't have time for you. I'm too busy with my work. What? Right? Now, all that guilt's gonna come at you all at once. Because you kept making excuse after excuse after excuse. You know, after a while, tired of the excuses. You have to understand something. People, people matter. The people in your life matter. If every time, that's why I said my father took himself out of the second job. And again, him and the manager didn't get along. And then the manager accused him of something he didn't do. It was just so much. And he's like, you know what? I, I'm not doing this anymore. My family comes first. Even with the factory job. Again, because you don't know, you don't bring home work from a factory job. He worked on a forklift. He was working in a warehouse. How do you bring work home with you? Unless you work in an office, that's one thing. If you work in an office, yeah, bring the paperwork home. But even then, I wouldn't do that. No. I would have a beef about that. I said, look, we're a family. We have to spend time together. If we don't spend time together, then guess what? You're going to neglect me. I may not be too happy about that. I don't like being neglected. I don't. Again, there's a time and a place for work. Work is at work. And then your life comes. Your life, your personal life. Whether you have children or you don't have children, they're always going to come first. Always. It's important. I have to say it. It's very, very important. Getting back to love and marriage. Marriage to me is very sacred. And I look at my mother and father's marriage and think when two people truly love each other, and it shows, it's important. They stand by one another. They support one another. They have this, my, my mother and father had this wonderful love. I used to catch them a few times, and they never knew that I was standing there watching them. When they would be in the kitchen, and they would come up, and they would grab each other and give each other hugs and kisses. And a few times they were on the sofa, and they were getting lovey-dovey. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. You know, I don't know if they were embarrassed, but I actually have a picture of them together that they took that they were, they were hugging each other, they were sitting next to each other on the sofa, and they were giving each other hugs. And you could see that the love was still there after all these years. My father truly loved my mother. They had a very good romance together. And it's like a happily ever after. Do I believe in happily ever after? When I was a little girl, I did. I used to think, yeah, I'm going to be like Cinderella and Snow White, where my Prince Charming will show up and will take me away and we will live happily ever after. You know, that could happen. It's not just in fairy tales. I think that depending on the person that's in your life, depending on, on because everybody's different, not everybody believes in those fairy tales. People think, oh, yeah, that, that, that doesn't happen. It does. For some people, it does. Not for everybody. There are some people that are skeptical about, oh, there's no such thing as Prince Charming. I believe there is. When I was a little girl, I believed in all of that. Now, when I got to be in my teens and 20s, maybe not so much. But I think now, right now, as I've gotten older, yeah, I do believe that there is a Prince Charming out there for everybody. I think there's somebody out there for everybody. Again, it's not that hard to find. But there are people that just don't look. They just think, oh, you know, that's not going to happen in my lifetime. You know, believe it or not, I've heard of people meeting in the most strangest places when they first met. You can hear some of their love stories. It's like, wow, really? I'm like, yeah, really. But anyway, um, I want that same type of love happily ever after that my parents had with me and my husband because 
me and him were just right for each other. I mean, God brought us together and knew that we were perfect for one another. And I kept telling him over and over again, and I wanted him to be reassured of that. Because again, you have to let them know how you really feel. And I told him, I said, I love you so much. I want you in my life. I want to be with you. I want to wake up with you. I want to spend time with you. I want to have. I want us to have a great life. I want us to create. I want us to explore. I want us to have everything that everybody else has. But I don't want people interfering and telling us how we should be. Because when people start interfering, it's like they know. No, I want to find out for. I want us to find out for ourselves without the help of others. Because you think people know, and they don't. They have no clue. And that's why I think it's very important for us to, you know, explore each other. I can't wait till the day that we're physically together. And I think my mother had said to me, I want to see that too. I want to see a measure of happiness in you. Again, it's not impossible to achieve happiness. You know, people out there don't even find enough of it. And you think in this world that we're living in, though, there's so much chaos and so much negativity. Again, be positive. Be positive in a negative world, but you can't be negative in a positive world. It doesn't work. And you're like, what are you talking about? Exactly what I'm saying. Be positive in a negative world. In other words, don't let all the negativity, all the bad things that are happening to you make you see that this world is ugly. This world is not ugly. Because you turn on the news, you don't hear anything positive. All you hear about is all the negative crap. People hurting one another. That's why I said... A lot of, I think my friend had said this a while ago. He had said, I'd rather be dead because at least if I'm dead, I get more respect and more revered than when I am in life. And I'm like, but that's very shameful for you to say that, though. Why would you even make a statement like that? Well, they said, but it's true. Think about it in that sense. People who are dead get more respect, loved more than people who are, who are, who are alive. And it, I've yet to see that. I've yet to see that. Because again, if you think about it, and and again, I haven't really fully thought about that phrase, but he brought it up so many different times, and I'm thinking, you know what, you do make sense, but when you say it like that, it's like, for yourself, it's like saying, well, I don't have value as a human being in life, so I'm just going to take myself out of this world. That's basically what you're telling me. Well, he goes, not everybody's life is peachy. I said, you're right. Not everybody has happy lives. But think about this. The majority of the people that you see on social media, do you really think they're happy? Not everybody is happy. You know, think about this. Nobody, no such thing as 100% happy. When you're telling me you're 100% happy, that's like you're hiding all the things that you're dealing with in your life. You're just denying. And if you're denying it, you're never going to actually face up to the issues that you have because everybody's got struggles and obstacles. There's no shame in that. You can't be 100% happy. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. You cannot be 100% happy. It just doesn't work. I mean, I look at it and I'm thinking, wow. And I've actually went across someone back in the day in school with her who was too happy. And I'm like, you're too happy. It's like you're hiding something. What are you hiding? Show what you're truly feeling. Show your true emotions. What's the worst thing that happened? People walk away from you? Then they are not your friends to begin with then. And they don't fully understand. 
And that's why I say it's very important in this day and age that we show some compassion to others. There are people struggling in this world. I don't like when people struggle. It bothers me. I don't like it when people um, badmouth one another. Name calling, name shaming, name blaming. Stop already with that. Let's try to get along. You know, you think about the future generations of children. You want them to grow up in a world where there's constant hate and violence? No, you don't. They should be able to live in a peaceful world where there's a lot of love, people get along with one another. And again, show your true emotions. Don't hide behind the happy face. Not everybody that you see on social media, even the ones that you think are happy, they have problems of their own. They just don't want to show it for whatever reason. Either they're denying it, or maybe they're too ashamed or too proud, or maybe their image will be tarnished if they show another side to them. You know, I think that's a bunch of malarkey too. Think about that for a second. That's rubbish right there. Okay, that's rubbish. Show your emotions. Show people what you're feeling. There are people out there that matter, that, that care, that might be going through the same as you. But if you're hiding behind a false emotion, I think people will see through that eventually. You can't always be, quote, 100% happy. Everyone has issues, even the, the very rich, the very famous, the top the entertainers of the world have some type of issue going on. Yes, they're not showing it. Of course, they're not showing it. But that doesn't mean that they're not struggling like me and you. I used to think social media was a place where you could just connect with people from all over the world and have a common connection. But many of the times you go on certain sites, everybody always outcompetes one another. What's up with that? Be yourself. Be yourself. See, for me, if I go out there, and I show my true self on Instagram in less than three minutes. you think anybody's going to comment? Maybe, maybe not. But then again, you think to yourself, what happens if I'm dead? I'll probably get more comments, more likes, more condolences. See how it reverses? People pay attention more to the dead than they do to the living. And that's a shame right there. Don't forget about the people in your life. Don't ignore them. Don't neglect them. Make time. Make time to spend with them as much as you can. Because again, the phrase I was telling you earlier, here today, gone tomorrow, that is not just a phrase. That's a fact of life. You could, be, you could walk out the door, right? Go across the street. All of a sudden, an out-of-control car comes barreling down, hits you. You're, you end up dead. And then you think about the people, people in your life, whether it's family, your friends, coworkers, whoever's in your life, will make excuses to not get together with you. But then when they hear about what happened to you, oh my God, I wish they were here. I wish, no, you can't take back anything you said or did because what's done is done. And that person is gone. So now what are you going to do? Now that guilt is going to come right back onto you. Every time I had a friend back in the day, that's why I got rid of all the toxic people in my life. They always made excuses. Every time I said, let's get together, I heard the excuses constant. We never got a chance to see each other. I said, well, what happens if I get sick and I'm fatally ill and I might be dying? Or I get into a very bad car accident. Are you going to feel guilty? Hell yes, you are. I'm not saying it to make you feel guilty, but think about it. It happens more often than you think. Do not procrastinate. Go out there. Keep those plans that you have with everybody. You know, again, life is short, but you can make time for each other. And again, the same thing with people who, quote, work too much. Put work to the back burner. Your family comes first. Whether you have a significant other, whether you have children, whoever's in your life, put them up at the top. Remember that because, again, 
Every, and it doesn't matter what you do for a living. It does not matter what you do for a living. Everybody has to have a life at some point. You can't constantly work 24-7. That's not a life. Then you'll make yourself even sicker. You know, when you, when you work too much, that's not good. That leads to stress. And from stress, you can get any types of diseases. You can even have a heart attack. That's not good either. You need to learn to relax. Not many people take vacations, and they should. If you have a family, plan a family vacation. You know, my father, after he quit the second job, we went on vacation for three months in the summer when I was nine. We went to Greece because we had another house down there. But we, we went there, not just for the house, but, you know, to see all the sites. So I got to see the beaches, saw the Parthenon, the Acropolis, the, the, the stadium. I was like, wow, I love this. And, of course, we had to come back because the school year had started. I missed, I think, the first day of school we came back. There was a hurricane that hit in this area. I was like, wow, because I remember there was a blackout and there was this big mess in the yard and there was a big mess in the driveway. A big giant tree fell, almost hit my father's car, but ended up hitting the neighbors next door and broke their kitchen window. I was like, wow. Yeah, see, life happens. But he made time. And then we went, like, through my teenagers. Remember, we went to Niagara Falls. We went up to Canada. We went to all these different places on vacation, and we spent time as a family. And I was like, I miss it. And I think, well, one day when I have my own family, that's what we're going to do. We go on these little vacations. When we have our children, we go on these vacations. We go on these trips. We have time. We have fun as a family. Because, again, work comes second. Don't put work above your family. There will be tension and conflict. Now, the final note for love, again, you can open up your heart to someone. Again, when you lose someone, you're never going to replace that person. That's not what I'm saying. You don't ever replace the people that meant something to you in your life. You're always going to have them in your heart, in another part of your heart, but you can open up your heart to love someone. And again, that's what I'm doing. It took a long time, but I have the man that I love. We have such a strong amount of love, and I mean no one, no one is going to try to take us apart, break us apart, destroy the love that we have. I won't let it, and I know he won't let it either. So again, it's not impossible to love. Just open up your heart. Open up your heart. Let someone and let someone love you. Don't be afraid to take a chance. Again, love is a beautiful emotion. It's beautiful. It's priceless. It's just an emotion that everybody should have. Everybody should have love in their life. That's one of the best. It makes you feel good about yourself. To know that someone is thinking about you and wanting to be with you and loves you so much. And again, I think of my mother and father. They had a fairy tale marriage. They were married for over 50 years, but then again, my father left too soon because of cancer. Cancer took him away from us. But anyway, so let me let you guys go. It's a little after 2 in the afternoon. I will come back later on and talk about some other topics. But until then, stay strong, stay positive. God bless all of you. Take care.